Greetings and welcome back here to the Bible Learning Cup. I'm your host. You know, it used to be back in the day, people would ask you, hey, if you're a believer and you're going to be stranded on island for the rest of your life, what five books would you take? What, what five book? And you know, I do this to about every 10 years, it seems like I think about that and I change it somewhat. Right now, here's what it would be like. Uh, if I was going to have to do something like that, the number one would be a, a Bible. That would be the, uh, the King James Version, the Cambridge Edition. Uh, with the, the big 18 point font, if you can get it, real good paper and a, uh, a top green cowhide. Now, the second one is, your boy, you're going to laugh at me. A lot of people will. The Bible is the most published book on the face of the earth. And number two, the second most published book on the face of the earth was w- written by a prison inmate named John Bunyan. And the book is called The Pilgrim's Progress. It's an allegory. And you know, I just keep coming back to this thing. If you needed something to ground you, I mean, he was written in prison. His wife and kids were crying for the daddy to get home. And this was written just about the time the Pope was still, not quite still burning people at the stake because they believed in Jesus. And it says, no, just the Bible and good old faith in Christ will do it for me. No, thank you very much. And that will, that'll get you burnt at the stake back then as it will now socially sometimes, not literally. Anyway, this Pilgrim's Progress, written about 1600, 1660, somewhere in there, it just has a, it does something when you read that, the sequences of the events. Now, you, it was written, of course, in old English, old languages and stuff. So there's many, many, you can go on, you, uh, not YouTube, uh, over there on Amazon now. They have a free copy of it last time I looked. Uh, Librivox, L-I-B-R-I-V-O-X dot org has free people reading the, you want to get the one that's the old English one. That really is the, not the modernized one. Now, the third one would be James Usher's Annals of the World. I think his name is spelled U-S-S-H-E-R. This is really some, this thing's bigger than a Bible. And when I was going to get it the first time, I bought it three times. It's a, it used to be a hundred bucks to get it. It came with a little CD thing. It was a little bit expendy, but, um, it, what it was, see, we don't realize until you get a resource like this that Jesus Christ and people like Antony and Cleopatra were almost contemporaries one of another. They were, they were born about, I think, within 20 years of one another, if memory serves me correctly. And this ushers, Annals of the World, takes all those snippets of history and puts them together chronologically with little bits of, like, Cleopatra's diary and little bits of the thing that, I think, the Peloponnesian Warriors might be in there. And so you, when you read this thing cover to cover, uh, it could be called a dry read until you really get into it. You say to yourself, my gosh, the way the Bible and history and all these historical figures all graph together, it is a powerful thing. It builds your faith, builds your spirit. I, you know, now the other one is called Eusebius of Caesarea, written about 300 AD. This is one you almost have to listen to unless you can read, read it. A quiet place. Get it again, LibriVox.org for free. The guy narrates it, does a great job. He's a volunteer. I believe it's spelled E-U-S-E-B-I-U-S. Now, this takes off. I mean, the stuff I learned from here really was helpful. For instance, one of the things called the dispersion eye. Huh? I don't know what they were. Dispersion eye are the people like Jesus's brothers and sisters. Uh, which, yeah, he, he had, you know, he had a, came from a family. And these people have a history and uh, you know, it's not a big history. And then after that, there's the church history, there's a persecution history, there's the intricacies of how the Bible, the Word of God, worked its way throughout history without being preachy. And boy, it reads like a political thriller in some of it. Uh, lastly, the last number five, it, it'd be a, probably a non-believer book. It'd be called The Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire by Edward Gibbon. That's like five Bibles. Too. That's a big work. If you've ever read that, 
man, I, I, I tried to get through it in the summer and I couldn't do it. I had to, it took a little bit of time. And in fact, I'm told that attorneys way back in the old day were told to read that and they were tested on it to check them for massive amounts of memory retention, memory bank, check their memory bank. And of course, now the last one, a bonus one would be McGuffey's readers, what the elites use to train their kids, something written, you know, a hundred years ago that teaches reading, writing, and arithmetic. But in the public school system, you get a little system that's not quite as good. Well, folks, I hope that helps you a little bit. Uh, just kind of a thought, five things I'd take on a, what would you take with you on an island? I hope you would take the faith of Christ in you, the born again experience, just in case, you know, some a starfish, you got stung, you're out there waiting around, got stung by a jellyfish, or, you know, sooner or later, we're all going to go and stand before the Lord. And it's nothing to fear. You don't have to be scared with Jesus in there. Lord be with you all. Take care and bye for now.